What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Hi, my name is Alice. The kids at my school call me rich, and it's true. That's because my parents are the biggest farmers in our county. Mom and Dad met in high school and fell madly in love. After high school, they worked hard on the farm. With their hard work and entrepreneurial talent, they managed to turn the small farm into a real factory. In time, they bought almost all the land in the area, and all the locals now work for our family. I go to the same school as their children. My classmates' parents don't like our family because we're successful, and their kids have the same opinion. Every time I walk down the school hallway, I see the boys looking at me with disdain and envy. There was an unspoken rule at school that I couldn't be hung out with. I was hurt, of course, but I consoled myself with the fact that at least no one was making fun of me. The children were afraid that their parents would be fired if they hurt me. After another lonely day at school, I came home. My mom and dad called me in for a dinner, but I walked past them, lost in my own thoughts. You could see they were sad, knowing I was sad. My parents loved me very much, but they didn't know how to help me. I went upstairs to my bedroom. I opened the big window and admired the moon. You're as lonely as me. I laid down on my bed and my eyes closed by themselves. And the next day, something unexpected happened at school. On the bench outside the school, I met Lizzie, my classmate. There were tears streaming down the girl's face. I couldn't get past her and asked, Hey, do you need help? Lizzie was silent, sobbing intermittently. I handed her a handkerchief. Lizzie looked at me, took the handkerchief, and wiped her tears away. That jerk Chris was messing with me again. Why? He says our family is poor and I don't belong here. I just realized that there were other kids in here besides me. Kids from well-off families like Chris. I sat down with Lizzie and tried to calm her down. Lizzie smiled at me. And so our friendship began. Lizzie and I used to talk during breaks. We're walking together to go home after school. Anyway, we spent a lot of time together, like best friends. But something else happened. One day, as I was walking down the hall, I felt like someone had tripped me. However, I realized it late and fell on the floor. All my textbooks were scattered along the corridor, and the guys who were around me started laughing at me. Someone handed me my book. I looked up and saw Stacy, the girl from the parallel class. Are you hurt? I don't think so. Thanks. The floor is very slippery. I'm sure it was a trip. Don't make this up. Let me help you. Stacy helped me pick up all the books. She was so polite. It seemed very strange to me. I was only seeing her in gym class. And whenever Stacy was captain, she wouldn't take me on the team. Stacy handed me the last book. Come on, I'll walk you to class in case you fall somewhere else. Uh, thank you. In spite of all my suspicions, Stacy turned out to be nice. We even agreed to go for a walk with Lizzie after school. Lizzie, Stacy, and I rode the rides and laughed a lot that evening. We even ran into a photo booth where we grimaced a lot. The machine gave us pictures of our funny grimaces. In the evening, I sat in my bedroom and looked at the moon again. And you're not alone at all. You have billions of friends, the stars. On Saturday, I invited Stacy and Lizzie for a sleepover. 
We spent the whole evening in my bedroom. We sat by candlelight and told each other scary stories. We also played cards and guessed to the guys. It was a great night. I finally made some real friends. In the morning, my parents and I saw Stacy and Lizzie off. Daddy called me over to him. Uh, listen, honey, because of problems at work, we're going to have to cut back a little. Yeah, we won't be able to send you to Golden Camp this summer, Mom added. I just shrugged and smiled. That's okay, I'll spend the summer with my best friends. After these words, Mom and Dad looked at each other, and then they smiled sheepishly. Of course, honey. But things weren't so rosy at school. When I entered the classroom, I saw a crying Lizzie. She was sitting at her desk, and Chris was walking around her. He was yelling in her ear that she was a beggar. Look at her! She's wearing my big sister's clothes! We gave them away last year out of pity! Get away from her! I rushed to intercede on her behalf. Or what? Your parents will fire mine? Exactly! You could see in Chris's eyes that he was about to explode with rage, but he held it together and sat down at his desk. I started calming Lizzie down, but the attacks on my friends didn't stop there. In P.E. class, Stacy was recruiting for the basketball team again. This time she picked me, and the huge boogeyman Jaden went to the rest of the bench, which the other kids didn't like, because Jaden was their leader. How did I figure it out? They gave us a hint. We were playing basketball, and the other players weren't throwing the ball in the basket. They were throwing it right at us. Jaden ended up dragging a bunch of balls onto the court and handed the ball out to everyone. Even our teammates were throwing balls at us. I was prepared for this to hurt, but I didn't think the girl who had once been my friend would hurt me more. Jaden held out his hand with the ball and winked at Stacy. Last chance. Are you in or out? Stacy slowly walked over to Jaden. She didn't even look in my direction. Stacy, I called out. Stacy walked past Jaden, but she didn't take the ball. I'm with you, but I won't do it, she said. Jaden smiled. Whatever, we'll have more fun. Stacy walked out of the gym. Jaden gave the command, and all the balls flew at me at the same time. But I didn't care anymore. This massacre was no more painful than Stacy's betrayal. The class was over. I sat in the dark in the middle of the gym, and I sobbed. I've never been more hurt. Suddenly the lights were on, and Lizzie showed up at the door. I hugged her, and Lizzie hugged me as well. She patted me on the back in a caring way. It had been a couple of days, and I had gotten over the Stacy story. Lizzie and I went to the fair. There were rides and other activities waiting for us. We rode the merry-go-round, and that was pretty much the end of the fun. We ran into Jaden and Chris. We wanted to walk right past them, but they just stood there and wouldn't let us pass. Where are you hurrying to? We're late for your funeral. How brave we are. Did you know your parents demoted my father? Maybe he should have done a better job. Chris got angry. He grabbed Lizzie's hand. I can't touch you, but I can touch your poor girlfriend. Get your hands off her. Jaden grabbed me. I tried to get away, but I couldn't. His grip was too tight. And at that moment, I noticed another attraction. A fight on a log. Two men were standing on a log with soft-tipped sticks in their hands. They tried to throw each other down on the stretched netting. I shouted to Chris, Let's settle this once and for all. Log fight. What's at stake? If I win, you leave us alone forever. And if I win? I wash your entire team's basketball uniforms for the rest of the year. 
Chris smirked and nodded. I thought we were going to meet him on the beam. But all of a sudden, Jaden got up there. He picked up a stick. The guy swung it around and kicked me in the legs. I jumped up at the last moment. He took a step back. But because of his size, he lost his balance for a second. I took advantage of that, jabbing him lightly with the stick. It was enough to make Jaden fall. His size played tricks on him. Then an angry Chris took the stick from him, and he climbed up to me on the log. It wasn't fair, because we had only agreed on one fight. But I was ready to teach Chris a lesson, too. Chris poked me with the stick as if it were a spear, but every time I managed to dodge it. He was obviously tired and couldn't raise his arms to defend himself, so I went on the attack. With another poke, he fell on his back, and I fell right on top of him. Chris was underneath me and couldn't move. You're nothing without your parents' money. I was so pissed off by his words that I started pressing him with my weapon. He obviously didn't want to lose in front of everyone, so he changed his tactics and tried to crush me psychologically. Even your Lizzie is with you for the money. Shut up! Your parents are paying her to be friends with you. That can't be true. I turned my head toward Lizzie. There were tears running down her cheeks. My grip loosened and Chris took advantage of my momentary weakness to push me. I fell downward. My head was full of anxious thoughts. A second later, I was lying on the net. Chris yelled at me from upstairs. They were paying Stacy, and they even offered my parents, but I'm disgusted to know you. Lizzie ran up to help me. I looked into her eyes. Is it true? Lizzie hesitated a little. Yes, but listen, shut up. I pushed her away roughly, got out of the net on my own, and headed to the exit. Lizzie ran after me, but stopped halfway. She watched me leave. I wasn't even crying this time. I was angry at the world. Several days have passed since that moment. Lizzie very slowly opened the door to the locker room and saw me picking up the guy's stinky basketball uniforms. A bet is a bet, and I had to do my punishment. Lizzie silently walked over and started packing the uniforms into another bag. Finally, my ex-friend broke the silence. Look, everything Chris said is true. I hummed back. It was suggested to my parents by yours. But at that point, you and I had already become friends, and I thought... You thought? You see, our family was always humiliated because of poverty. We needed that money. I was still mad at Lizzie and just snorted back like some wild animal. Lizzie didn't like that, and she abruptly changed the tone of the conversation. Stop it! You were born rich! You don't even know what it's like to not be able to buy your own clothes, or what it's like to do your homework by candlelight because the lights have been cut off for non-payment. Lizzie sat down on the bench and cried. I looked at her and knew there was some truth in what she was saying. She was living in a different world, and I didn't understand what she was going through. But we were friends, and I wanted her to share it with me. I hugged her, and she hugged me back. We are no longer alone. I was her moon, and she was my stars. How did you meet your best friend or girlfriend? Tell your stories in the comments. Mike Rowe here with a few thoughts on my favorite sweatshirt. A classic zip-up hoodie that used to be navy blue but has since faded to what the fashionistas call a distressed indigo. It's 13 years old, soft as a flannel bathrobe, and after a few hundred dirty jobs, demonstrably and undeniably indestructible. 
This is the kind of sweatshirt girlfriends like to permanently borrow. But I've held on to this one because I got it from American Giant. American Giant makes all their stuff right here in the USA so they can control every link in their own supply chain. That matters because when you buy American Giant, you not only get great quality, you create jobs for people in factory towns all over the country. No pressure, but if you give a damn about the business of making things in America, you got to support the companies who are doing it right. Go to American-Giant.com slash Mike to get 20% off your first order. That's American-Giant.com slash Mike.